Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. You're listening to the Kona Edge. Uh, time to chat some running today. A returning guest uh, from Colorado joining us now, Steve Mantel. Steve, welcome back onto the Kona Edge. It's good to have you on. Uh, the run, uh, it's the, the last of the three disciplines. And uh, if you can get off the bike feeling good, uh, it's, uh, it's time to make up a lot of time uh, and, and you can make up extra places. And it's something that you do pretty well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the run for an Ironman actually is, is more, uh, more about just uh, strength. Oh, I think it, it's not necessarily about if you're really fast. A lot of people, it's just who's going to break down less, you know. Um, you're going to be running for three-plus hours. It's just you got to keep good form, and you got to just uh, keep getting fuel in. And it's, it's different than a, than a normal run for sure, but there's definitely ways I think you can you can prepare for it. It's also one of those things that you just—it's who can dig the deepest and 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 hang tough for for the longest. What what are some of the strategies and and some of the things you do when when you are really struggling and hurting on the run to to keep yourself going at the pace that you you know you need to if you you want to get the results you're going to get. Um, I, I like to break it up. I think it makes it much easier to. A marathon is daunting. Any run, any like run over a couple miles can seem really daunting. So I like to kind of set little intermediate goals so you know like just the next aid station or just get to that person cheering on the side of the road um is really helpful for me personally um i liked like in kona for example i was just focused on one aid station to the next not even think about oh my god i have 26 miles to run that's crazy you just focus on getting to the next aid station and then and uh yeah, I mean, you can just think about what I'm going to do at that aid station even like, okay, I need to get some ice down, get some water in, get some salt, um, take a gel, you know, you got to think about that. And um, personally, it kind of like takes my mind off of things a little bit instead of like worrying so much about my pace that I can just kind of uh, go at my all day pace, I guess. And, and yeah, well, but when you, but everybody's going to be digging deep and when I dig deep, what I think about it, I think about other people, um, people who've helped me get there. Uh, it was incredible. It just getting ready for Kona was ridiculous. And yeah, there's so many people that helped me on the way. So I thought of them, uh, thought of my coach, thought of people who like aren't able to do it, who aren't able to race. There's so many people who are not as privileged as we are to be able to go there, let alone like even, you know, do some sort of athletic thing. And, um, I'm, so grateful that I could do it and it's not I think about that a lot um just being grateful for the opportunity uh and and ultimately like I think yeah you're you're absolutely right you got to dig deep and you got to want something and if you're if you and a lot but I think a lot of people who do Ironman they have that motivation and a lot of times I think you know if you if you lose it uh, partway through the run and if you're you're really just like I don't want it anymore I don't feel that I'm tired like I've been through so much I think a lot of that if you ask them like a couple hours after the race they'll be down on themselves for thinking that and a lot of that goes back to not having um, enough calories um, I think you're already your body's already really hurting you need to keep giving it you need to keep giving your mind the fuel to motivate you um and push your body i think um a lot of people will get down on themselves if they're you know if they they've been pounding coke and then they stop doing it but you need to keep giving your body that 
really simple sugars to keep yourself going in the marathon. It's, I, it's, it's what, what our bodies are doing at that point is it's crazy to think about. Um, your mind, your mind can still be in it, but you got to keep giving it, giving it some fuel to keep going. Absolutely. Steve, as far as some of the gains that you've made on the run, what, what, what are, I mean, can you attribute it to, to one or two things over your career that you felt have, have really improved your run performance? Um, I think, as we talked about earlier, I think having people around you to push you is good. Um, like, uh, I'm, when I train with the Colorado State University triathlon team, um, there's some really fast people who are on the track and I think being on the track, there's, uh, a lot of benefit to that. And there's some good, some good workouts that if you do with other people can really push you, um, make you go faster than you thought you thought, think you could. Um, I think, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I really, I'm a big believer of running off the bike. I think, um, in triathlon, um, that's what's really, it's really important to be able to have good form off that. So even after like a really, really long ride, I still like to go for 10 or 15 minutes of just like easy jogging, just so that, um, your body is used to that. I mean, if the more frequently you can do those kind of bricks, I think it helps. Um, but with that being said, I also think there's a time and a place for being fresh for a run. You know, if you really want to focus on that on like a long run, then it's good to either, you know, do a short bike warm up, but that's about it's no focus on the bike. The focus is on the run. I think that's good. But uh yeah, I think over my career and I definitely don't think I've reached my running potential. Uh, I think, you know, there's always little setbacks, little injuries. Um, I think it's just consistency and, and always being willing to learn to work on with your technique um, and, and including variety. I think a lot of people will uh, kind of shy away from variety in, instead of just, I want to run 28 miles this week. So they run four miles a day, but I think having variety um, really, really uh, is underrated. You can, you know, you, it's good to have your easy runs. It's good to have hard runs. It's good to have some tempo, some intervals, stuff like that to, uh, to just challenge your body. Um, a lot of coaches basically talk about like, um, as long as you're stressing your body, your body's going to adapt. So you need to, you need to make things that are going to continue to stress your body in terms of running so that you, you are, your body's going to recover and then adapt to, you know, improve at whatever workout you just did. So. I think consistently um, stressing and recovering is important and including speed work and strength work um, for running is, is really good for your run. Favorite run workouts? What do you love doing? Um, uh, there's probably two. So um, on the track, uh, well, one of uh, my favorite workouts is um, it's from Michael Lovato. He's in Boulder. He's a coach there. He, uh, it's like his favorite one workout. So it's basically broken miles. Um, on the track you do, you do, uh, and it, your goal is basically to keep it the same pace, the entire, uh, all the intervals. Um, so for example, what you do is you do four, four hundreds, two, eight hundreds, one mile. If you're really ambitious, you can com- do another mile and then you go back down the ladder. So then you go, two 800s, four 400s. 
um, and your rest, your, you jog, um, for every 400, you get a hundred meter jog. So between the 400s, you get a hundred meters between the 800s, you get 200 after the mile, get a whole lap. So yeah. Um, but basically, like I said, your goal is to keep it the same pace. So you might feel really good and want to crush the 400s, but you're not allowed to do that. Um, you have to keep it the same pace as you're going to run the eights and you're going to run the mile. So for example, if I'm going to run, if I'm, if I, you know, I'm targeting a shorter distance race and I want to go pretty hard, then I'll aim for 520 pace. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, I could run a, a, a quarter or a, a 400 and like 110, 112 if I wanted to, but I have to run those first four at one, at 120 per lap, which is 520 pace. And I have to run this 800 at 240 for 800. So, um, it just teaches your body to get used to that pace. And then if you, if you're feeling good, then you can go a little faster on the way down, but it's a huge confidence booster workout for, um, for somebody if they keep that same pace on the way up and the way down, because it's easy to do it on the way up when you're feeling good. It's a little bit more challenging when you're coming on the way down. So if you can pick it up, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so I really, I like that workout. It's a good way to get some fast miles in. Um, as far as Ironman goes, uh, we have a, a workout that, uh, we really like to do. It's, uh, um, it's 30, 30 reps of 1k. So we go to a park and there's a, like an almost perfect 1k loop. And, uh, it's basically, you end up basically running a marathon. So, and you, but you pace it out the way you would want to ideally run a marathon, um, for an Ironman. So what you do is the first 10, 10 1Ks, uh, you run a little bit slower than your goal marathon pace. Then the next 10, you run at your goal marathon pace. And then the last 10, you can go as fast as you want or as fast as you can. Um, yeah, but the goal is to go a little bit faster than marathon pace. Um, and after each 1K, you you get like a minute and a half to two minutes. You just walk. So it's just uh, an easy jog or a slow walk to where you're, where you're going to start the next 1k. Um, and then after, after 10, then you get like a five minute break. So you can practice taking in your nutrition. Um, it's really good. Uh, and that's also like a huge confidence booster workout. You know, it seems really daunting. 30 K seems pretty long. Um, but breaking it up into those one Ks is, it's not a one K is totally manageable. You know, three to four minutes, five minutes of running, and uh, you can break it up into that. You can think about them ten at a time, and just doing it like uh, you get the distance in, and you get some good speed work. I mean, you get get a lot of time spent at that pace that you want to be running. Um, so I think that's really an awesome workout if you're training for an Ironman. To what we would usually do would be do twenty one k's, where um, you know you do four four a little bit slower, maybe 12 at, and then another four a little bit faster, um, maybe like eight, 10 weeks out, and then you do 30 uh, like three or four weeks out. So you get that last kind of, it's kind of like a last big run in. And I really, uh, I thought about that definitely on all of my marathons and just breaking it up uh, is good. And uh, yeah, so then they, you can, Hopefully, at least uh, in terms of effort, negative split the run a little bit.
Brilliant. Well, Steve, uh, that sounds amazing. Those two workouts sound uh, incredible. And yeah, I'm definitely going to give uh, give them a bash. Thanks for your time once again here on the Cone Edge. Much appreciated. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Run like the wind. Our next free online running seminar is happening soon. Sign up now on the KonaEdge.com slash running seminar.